Hi, and welcome to another edition of State Champs W's Ready, Set, Cheer podcast, a weekly show dedicated to competitive cheer and dance in the Great Lakes states. My name is Antoinette Phelps, and Ready, Set, Cheer is presented by Lawrence Technological University. The Blue Devils cheer and dance teams are recruiting student athletes right now. Academic and athletic scholarships are available. You can recruit yourself by visiting ltuathletics.com. I'm Sydney Cariel, and Ready, Set, Cheer is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our wide variety of DMC Game Changers segments featuring tips on becoming a better, stronger, and healthier athlete. You can find Game Changers on the State Champs Michigan Facebook page or YouTube channel. Nominations are being accepted now for this year's Detroit Athletic Club Foundation Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite athlete with good grades and a leader in your school or community? You could win a $5,000 college scholarship and be recognized as the Athlete of the Year. Six male and six female candidates will be nominated, but you can't be nominated unless you apply. Download the application today at dacathleteoftheyear.com. And finally, the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you, just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision? Call 1-800-TRUSTED. We thank all of our partners in supporting Ready, Set, Cheer. All right. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Antoinette. Wow. What a weekend or a week it's been. I can't believe all this stuff is coming up soon for districts and regionals. Yes, I know. It's been a crazy week of competitions. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us what we have coming up? Yeah, so just a quick reminder for everyone, districts is February 18th through the 19th. So coming up here just in a few days, regionals, February 26th. And then what we've been waiting for, the state finals, March 4th through the 5th at Deltaplex in Grand Rapids. And state champs, we will be there. So be sure to come say hi to us if you see us out there. Yes, for sure. All right, let's go ahead and get into our interview for today. Today, we have a very special guest on our show, Mary Milky from North American Spirit. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi. Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to talk to you and to hear a little bit more about your company. So let's just start with the background, you, your background in cheerleading, and then, of course, your company, North American Spirit, if you can just talk us through what you do a little bit. Uh, so I didn't really grow up wanting to always be a cheerleader. Uh, I didn't even start until seventh grade. Um, I really did love it. I was probably the worst cheerleader on the team, uh, but it didn't come naturally to me at all, but I loved it. I don't know. Can't explain it. And so when my high school coach, I had an awesome high school coach and, uh, we were state finalists and, um, she just taught me so many life lessons. And when she moved to Florida, I had the opportunity to take over. And so I got to coach there until 2004. Um, in 2004, um, I just finished having two amazing teams. Uh, my 2003 and my 2004 team, uh, like we talked about earlier, were just amazing. And uh, I knew that I was done coaching. 
they won state finals and it just was like the end of a really cool chapter and you know you're just not always going to get teams like that again so i knew that i wanted to do something with cheerleading and you know i i prayed about it and it just so happened i was hoping the new coach run her tryouts and the junior high coach was watching the way I was doing it. And she said, I really like this method. Would you come in and do this at my junior high? I'll pay you. And I said, well, don't pay me. I said, pay the graduating seniors who are running this because that's really what's happening here. And she did and word got out. And that was in 2004. And next thing I knew we were doing clinics all over the state. A year later, people were saying, you know, you should do camps. And I said, okay. And so in 2005, we had our very first camp at Saginaw Valley State University with maybe nine teams. And uh, that's when what was Michigan Spirit at the time was born. And we've been doing it ever since. Um, we became North American Spirit in 2010. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So you guys you do camps, clinics, and you also do choreography and put on competitions as well? Yes, yes, we do uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, we want to help the coaches with whatever we can, really. Um, we believe that no coach can or should ever have to do it alone. Uh, so our job is to provide coaches with as many tools as possible. Whatever they need to succeed, that's what we're here for, so. That's yeah. awesome. So is, is North American Spirit different varsity spirit, or are you a division under them, or is it just totally two totally separate things? We we are our own we are a completely separate entity. Uh, I think it's the, their varsity brands is so big uh, that it's kind of really hard to compare. We're like a small business, and they're you know obviously everything. <laughs> so um, what's nice is Michigan allows for that. Here in Michigan, there are a few companies that are uh, smaller, homegrown. Um, our, our, our style is unique and our format is unique, which allows us to be able to really specialize for the teams here in our state. We do work with some teams in other states. They really like our precision and they like our stunting technique, uh, but mostly we're here for those Michigan teams. Yeah, and speaking, you know, Michigan teams plural, so we've got a ton of teams that come to you guys. Um, on your website, we noticed that it says you customize choreography and really anything that the teams need. So how do you guys come up with different material for all the different teams? So, you know, they're not doing the same stunts or throwing down the same tumbling routines or anything like that. Well, I know for me personally, when it comes to choreography, uh, I will only do a certain number of rounds a year. I do think that after a while, you'll get the bring it on, you know, spirit fingers if you do too many. And so I know I limit myself, but fortunately I have a huge staff of very successful individuals, former state finalists, former state champions, former national champions. And so fortunately I can ask these other staffers during choreography season to help me. Uh, when it comes to camp, the way that we train is truly unique in that it is customized to each individual school's needs. Uh, for example, when we have our camps, 
there are maybe four different classes going on at once and the coaches choose what classes they want their kids to attend. And they might even split up their kids and have some go here and some go here and some go here. And then we have a private coaching element where then our staff changes it to fit the needs of that individual team. Um, we always say that um, every team is the most important team at camp. And we really hope that when our teams leave, that's exactly how they feel. And uh, so that's kind of our, our goal. Yeah, that's awesome. We heard that you are the expert in the cheerleading world and teams love working with you. So are there any teams that we may have heard of that have worked with you this year or maybe in the past? And then also how might teams get an appointment with you? Um, okay. Uh, yes, I have just in the past couple of weeks, I've, I think I visited, I think 40 different teams. And then, yeah, yeah I, I, I go a lot of places. Like just for example, we were just talking, um, I just got back from Onsted um, and they are D3, obviously, you know, and very successful. Um, I, I usually, it's not surprising for me to drive two, two and a half hours for a two hour practice, drive two hours back. So, and I do that about four times a week this time of year. Uh, the best way to get, uh, an appointment with me, I guess is what you call it, uh, is to book it in August. <laughs> uh, by this time of year, I do have people who are asking me and it's killing me because I am, I really am Switzerland. Uh, the nice thing is, is I don't coach anymore and uh, neither do many of my uh, leadership staff. We stay fresh and relevant, but because we don't have our own teams, we can go out and help all these different teams. And so I can genuinely sit at a competition and cheer for all of them because I've worked with them and I've worked with them and I've worked with them. And in cheerleading, the only thing you can do is put your best on the floor and you know you don't have a defense. You can't go and knock the other team down while they're stunting like a different sport. So there really can't be that animosity in a performance sport. Uh, so yeah, I get to see a lot of different teams and uh, I love it. I love every minute of it. Yeah, it seems like, it, like you said, a bunch of different teams. I mean, I'm sure it's so cool seeing all of these teams grow from when you guys first saw them to where they get to by the end of the season working with you guys. Um, what would you say is one of your favorite parts of your job? Um, I would say watching the climb. Uh, I am a sucker for a good sports story. And I love when I am invited to work with the team and see their progress throughout the season. Uh, one of my favorite things, and a lot of people know this, is I love when a team makes it to state for the first time or the first time in years, the first time in several years. Um, I've been in the gym the week that a team has won state finals on numerous occasions, different gyms, and there's a vibe, there's a feeling, there's a part where that team knows they're gonna win. And I can't explain it. Um, I know with my own state champions in 2004, they knew they were going to win probably in November. And they, ju they just knew. And everything they did, they, they put that, that belief into it. And there's nothing like it. 
I, I can't describe it, but getting a chance to see them, hear their name called last uh, is just everything, you know. That and my friends, who there's some repeat teams out there that are good friends of mine. And I love those too, because those are always great stories along the way. But uh, yeah, the climb was probably my favorite part. Uh, giving me the chills talking about that <laughs> with all these teams. Um, we know, speaking of the climbs, so you have to go through competitions to get there and all of that. Uh, how many competitions, we kind of touched on it earlier, but how many competitions do you guys put on? And how, do you have any left this year? We do. Uh, we did something very unique this year. Uh, we had a scrimmage that I would love to take credit for, but my office manager, Tara, who is the former state finalist Woodhaven coach, who is now with us. And oh, cool. uh, she put on a scrimmage that was just incredible. The, we had a state finalist a panel official and uh, we had a safety official and the team would perform and then come up to the table afterwards and get live feedback. So we did that a while ago. And then the other night we had our middle school matchup, which is the coolest competition because it's just middle school teams. It's all them. And these middle school teams are killing it. So uh, we got to see that, which was great. Uh, Monday night probably is my favorite competition event because it's called the 700 Invite. And it's a little bit like a American Idol or The Voice or one of those type of shows because when the teams get done with each round, they come up to the front and the judges give live feedback on a mic to the entire arena, which is Whoa. super cool because the parents, I've gotten the, probably the best feedback from the parents because the parents, they somewhat know, but they don't. And part of the reason we call it the 700 is because it means it's for teams that typically score 700 or higher. So they're looking for those last few points. And from a parent's perspective, they might not have noticed that a girl on the left arrived late to the first formation and a girl on the right took three steps to get to her formation. All they know is that they got a lower score in floor mobility and they wanna know why. Well, there's the judge telling them right there why they got the score they got. And not only do we see teams improve between rounds, but uh, the teams tend to do, we see the scores go up after the 700 invite. So it's not just a competition. It is a learning experience for the athletes, the coaches. And I just love that our officials are willing to do that because they really put themselves out there. Uh, but it's been great for the fans and everybody. That's awesome. I wish I had that. Just knowing, because like you said, yeah, parents or spectators know, but they don't know, know why, why you got the score that you did. That's so cool. What a great idea. Yeah, so that's probably my favorite. And then we have an, a large event called the All County next week, Saturday. And not only are there divisions like typically, but then we take the highest scoring team from each county and those teams get medals. So there's kind of two ways to win with that one to recognize that this was the highest scoring team from Wayne County today. And this was the highest scoring team from Oakland County today. Uh, it's kind of a different way of doing it. And we enjoy that one too. Yeah, is that the last competition of the year? That will be our last competition of the year. It is the weekend before districts. And yeah, then we start, I get to go play Switzerland and cheer for all the teams, <laughs> at districts, regionals and states for the next three weeks, so. 
Oh my gosh. Do you go to all three of those? Do you end up at States at the end to watch? Usually I do. Uh, this year, I'm not sure if I can because my daughter and son are both scheduled to have their own cheerleading competitions that same weekend in Chicago. Uh, and obviously they have to come first, even though they're adults. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, usually uh, I usually try to make it to a few different districts. Usually I can only make it to one or two regionals because it's impossible, but I try to make a list, highlight all the teams that we worked with from previous, from the past year. And then I try to get to the districts that have the most of the teams so I can see as many people as possible. So. Oh my gosh, you are one how busy lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? How? Oh, go ahead. Internet, you go ahead. Oh, I just said you're one busy lady. <laughs> I am, but I love it. I was gonna ask how cool is it that your cheer has kind of turned into a family sport between you and your kids and all of that? Yeah, I feel a little guilty about it sometimes. Um, it, my husband especially, who is my director of operations, so he's going to be running all of the equipment for our competition on Monday night and uh, he, he does it. He understands that it's important to me. Uh, so he's kind of learned to love it, I guess. And uh, my son had never cheered except for just working camps and learning things along the way over the years. Uh, in high school, he did lacrosse. And in Michigan, you know, there's that you can't do all-star if you are involved in another sport type thing. And I wanted to make sure that my kids were following the rules. Uh, so he didn't start cheer until there was an opportunity to be on an international open team that Beth Johnson from Vision started a couple of years ago. And it was a world's team and he had a blast. And I have no idea how he got talked into this world's team again at 28 years old, but I'm having a blast watching him. And then my daughter, she's been doing it since she was two. Uh, but I swear every year we'd ask her, are you sure you want to do cheer again? Because I couldn't help but think, oh my gosh, these poor kids have been absorbed in it all their lives. Um, but nope, she keeps doing it and she's loving it. And now that she's doing stunt at the college level, that's just so different. So she's really loving working with Davenport and with, you know, the coaches there, just amazing. So. So awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> It really is. You guys are cheer family. I think a lot of people are like that, though. Even people I know, you know, that cheered at state or other colleges, they will, you know, their whole families in it. Sometimes husband and wife, sometimes the kids and like a whole thing. Oh, I think one of my favorites is going to a wedding where they take a picture of the groom flying the bride or um, I went to a Michigan State alumni wedding once and they had most of the bridal party did the you know fight song and they did toss chairs and uh sparty showed up <laughs> what a cool thing you know so yeah i mean you can't help but love those stories it's just too funny <laughs> yeah yeah that is that's basically all of my friends weddings and we may have played the fight song at mine as well <laughs> i love it exactly yeah. And cheerleading is kind of that way. We, we joke about it being a disease. Um, but if you've ever noticed, people in the cheer world, they can't even describe why they do it anymore. Um, it's something where 
you know, you hit that first stunt and you just want to hit the next one. And then you hit that next stunt and you want to hit the next one. And if you're not stunting, then you want to help somebody else hit that same stunt because you're like, you have to try this. This is so cool. Or you want to see the next thing and you want to get the next higher score. And there's this feed and it's a positive feed. Uh, if you ever notice, cheer people are just always so positive. Uh, I don't know if there's any other sport where coaches are willing to help other coaches so much. Coaches of teams they compete against and they're still willing to help them and help the kids. And the life lessons are just incredible. I remember when my daughter was cheering on a team that was five and under and they stunted back then. They even did elevators and an extended pyramid uh, back when tiny teams were still allowed to do that. And one of the girls who was five was in the, got up in the morning and she was sick. And her mom called the coach and said, I don't know what to do, she's sick. And this little girl's response was, um, mom, if I don't go, then the team can't compete. And we usually say, you know, if the base doesn't show up, then the stunt doesn't go up. But in like the all-star world, they don't have the benches like we have in Michigan competitive cheer. And what a cool life lesson. It's almost sad, but in a way it's really cool to know that that kid understood how important she was to that team. And all of us should feel like we belong to something bigger than ourselves. And that's what cheerleading is. You know, you, you, it doesn't happen unless you show up. The team needs you and what a cool thing to be needed. Yeah. Wow, what a story. So Mary, let's talk a little bit about, speaking of stunting, you do a stunt contest that teams can participate in to raise money for charity. Is that correct? So we did. Um, we, had to, we did it for about 10 years. And what we would do is we would select different charity every year and that would be our camp theme. And then the teams could do uh, sponge elevators and we would donate a dollar for every sponge elevator that the teams would do. And the teams got really good at it. And we were donating thousands of dollars, but you know, hey, I'm all for that. Giving back to the community is so important to us. And the last time that we did it, and this team's gonna be mad at me because I don't remember who it was, but they lasted 45 minutes and we, <laughs> we, we, it just, it took too long. So we switched and we did extensions. And then with COVID, we decided to try going a different direction. So now instead of doing, we do the stunt contest still, but those are just for fun. And instead what we do now is a college scholarship uh, that fund that is offered to seniors that attend our overnight camps. So seniors that attend our overnight camps can apply. Uh, we just had four recipients. And um, so we had a $1,000 recipient and then three $500 recipients. That was our first year doing it. We just honored uh, Chesney Kowalski from Taylor last week at our middle school mashup. And she was our overall scholarship winner. So we decided to make a switch from the charities to the scholarships just to change things up. The one thing that the pandemic allowed us to do is 
switch gears a little bit and try some new things. And uh, so far I'm loving it. I really enjoy that part of it and getting to know these amazing young people who aren't just great cheerleaders. They, they, they are amazing individuals doing incredible things for their schools, high GPAs, involved in everything, uh, just great role models. Part of the reason we honored her at the middle school mashup is we wanted those middle school kids to see this is where you can go with this. You know, this is, it doesn't even just stop in high school, keep going. You know, there's scholarships available. There's opportunities way beyond just that middle school level. So. Yeah. What amazing. Wow. I doing for these Yes. And I was going to say, I feel like um, we keep hearing, we keep learning more and more and we hear more stories. And every time it's another, like, oh my gosh, like, it's so crazy. But um, I know we we learned a lot about North American Spear and we've talked so much, but is there anything else you think our viewers and listeners need to know or it would be important to know about North American Spirit? I, well, I, I don't know. I, I am, we're still a small company. So even after all these years, uh, I don't know how many people know just how many different things we offer. Uh, so hopefully by watching this video, maybe they'll give us a call and check us out. But we offer something for everyone. Uh, we have camps from beginner to advanced. Uh, my staff is just the most incredible group of people you've ever met. Their stunting technique is just beyond beautiful. So I think what's really unique with us, we're kind of known for stunting. And I think what's very special is not only do we teach it, but we can demonstrate it. We can actually show the kids how it's done, show them the latest technique. We never stop learning at Spirit. I feel like if you ever stop learning, then that's the beginning of the end. Um, so we stay as relevant as you know, as possible. So I feel like we know the cutting edge techniques for uh, all of that. Our tumbling now, thanks to many of our staffers, is better than it's ever been and something that not every camp company does offer. And uh, the personalized attention, again, it's, it's second to none. And the choices too. I mean, we have a camp uh, at Covenant Hills that is two day. And then we have one at Echo Grove that is three day. We have one at Kalahari that um, is an advanced camp with an extended day. We bring in experts from all over the country really to come in and help us instruct at that one. And then we have a new one called Challenge Camp, which uh, we've only been doing for a couple of years. Last year was the first year we did it as a commuter. And it's designed for teams that are advanced and we teach advanced level sequences and then they're tested on those sequences and it really helps challenge the team and then they get ribbons and there's a like award system and trophy system for those challenges and that one has really taken off that one is fantastic and that one's going to be at the blue water convention center and that's our first time doing it there. So I'm excited because it's kind of our fastest growing camp and it's at a new location. It's gonna be beautiful right on the St. Clair River. So I'm excited about that. But we also have one day commuter camps. We have our one day middle school camp. 
We have a new one-day camp called Pro Camp, again, also just for the um, advanced teams. Um, so beginner level to advanced, middle school to varsity, we have something for you. And so I hope they check us out. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for being here. That was so fun talking with you today. Thank you. I really actually had a very good time. I was very nervous doing this, so it was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was awesome. We can tell you're passionate about the sport. So if we can tell, I'm sure our listeners and viewers will also be able to see that too. Oh, I, I do. I, I do. I guess everyone has that hope that what you do uh, is so much of your passion that it doesn't feel like work. And so I'm one of those blessed few people who found that. So, and I think both of you really have too, just watching your podcasts. I know that you love sports journalism. It's so clear that you're so excited to share these team stories. And I get that because those, the stories are amazing. And I, I feed off of that. I'm sure just like you do. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, awesome. You. Well, thank you again so, so much. This was so fun. Thank you. If you need anything, you know how to get a hold of me, let me know. Well, Mary was so great. She's so passionate about the sport. And one thing I really liked that she said at the end was they're always learning because they're always trying to stay, at, you know, right at top with everybody else, especially when it comes to stunting and tumbling, all the new stuff that we always, we always see new things in routines. So I, I like that. She said they make it a point to keep learning as the sport progresses. Yeah. What an incredible thing that she's putting on for these girls, too. She seems like really an awesome coach, an awesome small business owner, and all around a great person. Yeah. I'd want to go to, if I could, go to any of those camps. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got so much coming on in the next couple of weeks, Antoinette. What, what are districts looking like coming up here? Yes, so districts are going to be February 18th and 19th, um, and there's a ton of districts. So we're just gonna name off a couple that we're watching. Of course, you know we will be out at some of these and we will be hopefully looking at the scores from everyone. But one is District 1-1 at Holland West Ottawa on the 19th. These are actually all gonna be on February 19th. District 2-2 at Reeths Puffer. District 13-3 at Allegan. District 14-3 at Brooklyn Columbia Central. And then there's also going to be District 20-4 at Hudson. District 23-4 at Beale City. District 3-1 at Sterling Heights Stevenson. District 4-1 at Rochester. District 5-1 at Novi. District 6-1 at Grand Blank. And District 9-2 at Lamphere. Yeah, so remember you guys, those are just some districts we have. There's there's more out there, but those are some we're gonna keep an eye on. And of course, we'll keep looking at all the other districts as well. So as always, reach out to us on our social media accounts or email us at readysetcheer at statechampsnetwork.com. And be sure to follow SCW on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the above. And please reach out to us if there's anything else you guys wanna hear or any comments you have, we'd love to hear them. Great. Good luck at districts, everybody. Cheers.